everyone. Welcome to Real English Podcast, where we talk to real learners of English. Today we have a special guest with us, Sarah Cardoso, and all the way from Brazil. Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, where you live? Mm, my name is Sarah. I am 31 years old. I live in the south of Brazil, in Curitiba, Paraná. And then I study languages. I study actually English. Spanish, I am trying to start French, but I'm working on it. So, and I graduated in law, and I am about to get my license to be a lawyer, and then a lawyer, and then uh, I'm studying as well. So, yeah. Kind of a mess, my life. <laughs> sounds busy, but it, it sounds like it will pay off in the end. All the time. Chaotic, busy, and... But uh, I am happy, you know? <laughs> Good, that's what <laughs> But sometimes, saying. yeah. So, why don't you I, tell us mm-hmm. when you started learning English and why you started learning English? I feel like I always like English when I had English in school and but in school is very just basic things like the majority of, of people just forget and then I got in a course when I was a teenager but I just stayed for a year and then I need to start like in a school that I was. It was like a full time school in Brazil, but it's always kind of hard. And then I, I just come back to study English when I was thirty seven, like four years ago. Then I was I was depressed at home and I was just like watching some series I was watching Grey's Anatomy and I just was like oh let me try to uh, listen in the original audio and then maybe put some subtitles in English to see if I will figure it out but it was not working so much so I started uh, to do Duolingo because I was depressed and I had nothing to do all day long. I was just stuck in my home. So it's like pandemic, <laughs> but it was before. So that's where everything begins in English. And I yeah, just, just started, yeah. There are so many people who started 
our language or new activities in general uh, during the pandemic, and especially during quarantine when they couldn't leave their houses, they couldn't go places. They had to find new activities. So I think that language learning is probably one of the better activities you can Yeah, I agree. I agree. And when pandemic came, like, I started to interact more in WhatsApp groups. So, Russell, Russell, I think, invited me to a meeting. And then, uh, I just realized I was not, like, speaking English. I was just, like, practicing by write it by chat in some groups and then I start to join meetings and I realize oh wow I have been studying these and I don't understand your native speaker and I I mm. can't like communicate in English I got kind of the first day was depressing and fr very frustrating for me so So in the next day, I was like, okay, I need to figure out, I need to stay in those groups and learn, you know, practice because I am stuck. And then it was like maybe almost a year ago, 10 months ago, I think. And then I got like very serious in meetings and, you know, Great. What, what would you say your level is now? People, I don't know. Sometimes I, I just, I have a bunch of friends, they say to me, oh, we are in the same level like Alan and your daughter. Don't believe them. And then... <laughs> I don't believe so much. I feel like I am intermediate because I have this lack of vocabulary. And when I change the talk so much, I can't communicate very well. So I get stuck. So I feel like it's I am intermediate level. I understand. But I, I do think your English is very good. I think that we judge ourselves a little more harshly than other people do. And other people can see certain things better than we can, right? So maybe you feel like you are not doing a, a good job of expressing yourself or changing into a topic, but other people might see you as doing fine or doing a, a good job of doing that. So uh, I think it's important to take time to evaluate our skills, of course, And kind of try to judge them fairly because we tend to be uh, very hard on ourselves sometimes when it comes to learning languages. Yeah, I understand. Like, good. <clears throat> because and this kind of level in a language is a, how can I say, everyone has your their own vision about it. What is being fluent, what is being... For example, people say like, ah, if, if you can communicate in a language, you are fluent. So, so I'm fluent in Spanish. I have been studying Spanish for four months. 
and I join meetings and talk to native speakers so I, I can communicate in Spanish so I am fluent. Like, I don't believe <laughs> so much because, um, for example, if I, I will move to another country like Spain or Colombia or Argentina, I don't know, and then I leave to, I need to leave my life in that language. I will do good or not? I will probably get like problems, <laughs> you know, because I am not like able to express myself so good in another language. Even though even meetings, we can like talk to others and, you know, learn a lot, but I don't know. I just, this whole thing about fluence and levels, um, I don't try to to see myself like, because, you know, I know myself. I know. <laughs> If someone say, oh, okay, you are advanced, you are fluent in English, I will be think like okay so now I can do the other thing no and I will probably forget what I am I have been doing I have been learning so I don't like to say am I advanced or I am you know because I am running like from this idea that I am like advanced or fluent you know Because I will probably get, like, not studying so much and get lazy, you know. And I feel like when people uh, say so much good things about my Spanish, I get lazy. Mm. Oh, my Spanish is also good, so I don't need to study that hard, you know. <laughs> okay. So I am always, like, careful about these ideas. I accept compliments, but I don't like to believe them, you know. <laughs> Just it. Okay, that's an interesting uh, distinction. Uh, but that's the that's the thing about fluency, right? Everybody kind of has their own definition. Everybody thinks uh, uh, something different about what being fluent means, right? But at the same time, everybody wants to be fluent, right? That's a mm -hmm. that's a big goal for many people to be fluent in a language. Uh, whereas there are some words that other people use like conversational, which means you're able to carry conversation, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. you can understand somebody and they can understand you when you're talking about something. Uh, obviously that doesn't mean you understand every subject, every, every word, but it does mean the general, the general point of what somebody's saying, you, know, you understand and you can, express yourself uh, in general. So mm -hmm. let me ask you, what do you think the hardest part of learning English has been? And what do you think uh, are some easier parts, uh, maybe something that's easier in English than Portuguese or something you just really enjoy? Wow. Mm. <clears throat> The hardest part I feel like is is not the language itself. Is kept motivating 
yourself to do things, to, to you know, study every day, talking every day, join meetings, uh, <laughs> reading, you know, grammar. I think the hardest part, part is, like, motivate yourself. Because, of course, there are days that I, I, I don't feel like doing anything. And I am just breathe and go. Just, okay, I need to do this. So, I think it's the hardest part, part because sometimes we don't feel like. And you as a beginner, eh, is hard as well because this is very easy to to quit huh? because you're a beginner you're just starting and everything's difficult so maybe you don't have like the right tools the right environment and so it's very easy to to just quit things that's what, why what when I and what would you say is uh, something that is fun about learning or that you really enjoy about it? About learning? About learning English, about the English language. What, what are some things that you find easier to motivate yourself to, to talk about? Um, what motivates like me to learn English I feel like it's the environment because I am surrounded by people who are learning as well. So we are all in the same boat. So we can, you know, share like our frustrations, <laughs> like, and, and then I, I feel like see others like improving and oh, this guy. The, he made it, you know. So, so once I will be, I will be doing because I will be mating as well because, you know, he started like me, like <laughs> not to know anything about it. So, at those like, if you're surrounded by people who already like conquered, or you what you want to. Yeah. So I think it's easier. Said. Like, it motivates me. I think. Right. But what their, I, achievements, their achievements can motivate you. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, what I like in, in the language itself is, like, ah, being able to watch movies, being able to uh, watch podcasts and understand, like, and, you know... There are many content in English very interesting about any topics like history, economy, any random things like you can find in English easily. Uh, in Portuguese, you can also find, but it's always like something that people translate to from English, you know. So, so why not do the, you know the know the result. Yeah, the original results, like, so, yeah, 
I I feel like when I start to reading in in, in English, I got like whoa, I got like very happy because I was like wow, now I get like so I I didn't finish an entire book in English, but I I usually read every day like something like I have some books, so I I read some. Interesting things. So it's. I think the best part is like using the language, you know. And there was a day that I got like I got very happy because I was like watching something. But I, I in the beginning I was just in the beginning now I, I just started to watching things without subtitles. Like I feel like two weeks ago, something like that. But there was a video in YouTube and I was watching. But for a moment, I didn't realize what language was that because I was watching and I was, I got confused in my mind. Like, which language is that? Like, I'm watching this in English or in, in Portuguese? So my brain just got like kind of. No, I don't know how to explain this. And I I was like watching the video like 15 minutes without subtitles and get everything. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, I, I didn't expect that. So that wow moments are amazing. You know, that like, wow. That you realize you are improving. Like not, not other guys saying Oh, you're doing good. Like your English is great. No, you like, and you feel like, wow, I'm working on it. It's worth it. You know, now I can understand things in English. So, it's it's very good. It's a it's not just about the language itself. It's not about like, uh, because I love English. I think it's a beautiful language. I like to hear people talking in English. I don't get tired of it. So, but when you realize, like, you can, you are working on something and you are, like, achieving, uh, it's good for your, build your confidence, like, you can, like, now you are, you can't, like, uh, doubt yourself, you are not making, make, uh, learning other languages, like, Spanish or you know everything. Yeah. Once you get a level in one you you get more confident in life, you know, and not just the language. I think it's everything in in everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think whatever you do, the more you do it, the more comfortable you become, the more natural at it you become. So let me ask you, is there anything that in the beginning you wish you would have known before learning English or something that you wish you would have uh, thought of to do to make it? Uh, maybe starting earlier and maybe starting grammar, reading grammar stuff since the beginning and also speaking from day one. You know, 
since the day one because I was just speaking. I just started speaking. I feel like people will not trust me. <laughs> but I just started speaking, you know, for seriously 10 months ago. But I had like a much time in pandemic. So I joined meetings for hours. I remember in the beginning we joined meetings for five hours, six hours. So it's insane, you know. And that's why I I I evolve in my speaking fast. But it was because of the meetings mostly. But I because you know if I was like since the beginning a, a reading grammar and you know building my sentences correctly I think my life will be better because now I I can communicate I can speak but I make lots of mistakes yeah so yeah that's it that's, this is my reality okay and do you think that it would help you to study grammar at this point or do you not have the patience anymore I need to study <laughs> I don't have these these uh, option of not studying grammar anymore also I can communicate because uh, my goal in English is not like only communicate but for most of the people are just they want just want to understand and communicate in English so they don't mind about like grammar but for me I want English will be useful for my career so everything will be in English I will be doing working in English so for me grammar is essential so I will need to figure out like um, getting better at the grammar in writing as well and understanding vocabulary like for work and, and we it's been you know it's a long path I have a long path to you know to go through I'm like a beginner in many aspects, I think. Okay. Uh, I think we never really stop learning. You know, it's always a continuing journey. And speaking of that, I know you've mentioned Spanish before. <clears throat> uh how many languages are you learning or planning to learn? What other than English? Just Spanish. Seriously, just Spanish. I wish I could, like, be studying Italian, German, and French, but it's just Spanish. <laughs> Seriously, just English is Spanish.
So, what are your goals with these languages? English, Spanish. What do you plan on doing? My career as well, because I need my career demand like me being like very good, fluent in English, but very good in Spanish and French as well. And is very how can you say challenging because it's not just about languages it's about like international politics international law and things like that and then I feel like I have more like five years like studying intensely to reach that that point to you start really start like the, because uh, my goal is being a diplomat, so mm-hmm. so I need mean, I will be at least for like for more five years, like intensely to reach this point. Like, yeah, it's being okay. <laughs> yeah, <good>. craziness. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, do you have a plan for? Uh, when you want to be at a certain level in English, Spanish, and French, or are you just kind of projecting into the future those four or five years? As you mean the like right now? I don't understand so much. Yes. Question. Uh, do you have a plan for when you want to learn these languages by, or when you want to start the next one? For example, if you said. I want to be, you know, basically at at the the point of feeling that I am fluent and very comfortable in English by next year. I want to be starting to uh, study French in the next two years or three years and, and be able to be fluent in Spanish so I don't have to study all of those yeah, I my plan was but I think my plan my plan originally plan sucks because I will I think I will not meet <laughs> but was audacious it was like reaching my advanced level this year and reach intermediate level in Spanish this year. And then you start French next year. Okay. Mm, but I kind of audacious, but okay. If I don't reach, at least I have a plan, you know. But you but, do. But you do have you do have more than four months left in the year, right? So the year is not close to over yet. Yeah, yeah. The but I didn't count like being sick so much. I didn't count like other things that happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, to really slow down because my therapist say like, Siren, you need to slow down. Like you'll be like, yeah, how can I say yeah. burnout is coming, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm trying to take care of myself more, eating better, sleeping better, and trying to do what I the best I can in this moment. 
And okay, if I'm not improve like so fast as I expected, okay, at least I'm going somewhere. Like at least I'm doing. I'm not like not doing anything to improve. Like so, yeah. And you know, and uh, this thing about speaking, speaking is my, you know, uh, my. I think my. I'm not good at speaking. I think I think my listening is better. But I was always afraid to speaking. To speak, then now I don't think so much when I'm speaking in English, which is like wow, you know, it's very good because I feel like I'm getting like more comfortable about it so for me it's amazing it's an amazing feeling in spanish i'm reaching the point like okay i i use very much portuñol to communicate things and i i ask many questions but i'm reaching this point that i am start to feeling comfortable at speaking as well so at least that's great it's a good thing you know i'm going somewhere I know probably I'm not being like intermediate in Spanish because I'm not doing anything to write and doing anything in grammar, just join meetings in Spanish and try to, you know, listen to things, you know. Uh, but at least like it's working. So yeah, but it's a long way. <laughs> long path that, to go. I think I think as long as you have a strategy and you keep working on that strategy, eventually you will get there. Okay, so that's the end of the podcast. And I just want to give you an opportunity to say anything you might want to say. Uh, if you have any social media or projects you're working on, to say them now. Um, thanks for having me. Because I'm just like a humble student. I have nothing <laughs> special. <laughs> so I have an Instagram account like Iniciantes Desesperados. It's a page for Brazilians who uh, are starting to study a language. So it's kind of funny and there is some memes there. There are some memes there. So, and I also have a podcast uh, with the same name, Iniciantes Desesperados. So, if you guys want to listen to or follow, please. Uh, I think is the content is in Portuguese, but uh, I feel like people will be really related to the. A podcast, but the reverse, like the struggles of Brazilians learning a language, and it's very okay. good. I understand. So. <laughs> okay, thank thank you so much for being here. I I loved all your insights and everything that you shared. Um, I'm sure it will be very helpful to a lot of people. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Muito obrigado. In Portuguese, just 
a quick little bit of Portuguese there. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll see you all next time. Ciao. Or goodbye. Okay, see you.